This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by the InfluenceAlliance.com, the business building community for coaches and consultants who are looking to build a profitable and scalable business. Now, my guest today says we cannot expect the world to change if we ourselves are not brave enough to take first steps towards a new direction. Amen. And so today on the show, joining me is Jessie Liu. Now, Jessie spent 50 50% of her life in Taiwan, 40% in New Zealand, and 10% as a world nomad. And she leads an unconventional life on the journey of self-empowerment with resilience and determination. Now, since 2003, she has roamed in international business and education and impact innovation and entrepreneurship scene. Now, unconventionally, she's devoted her life to purpose-driven SMEs, balancing the act of profitability as well as sustainability. Now, she is the founding director of Te Maya as well as Te Ahia Consultants and she is a CEO activator. Now, against all odds, she's also established Impact Hub Waikato as one of the original co-founders there. And on today's show, she's especially going to share leading an unconventional life by design. What is that and how can we do that? Having the power to challenge the status quo, as well as how curiosity opens the door for opportunities and new perspectives. So welcome to the show, Jessie. Thank you so much for having me, Anne-Marie. Oh, you are so welcome. You have certainly had a wonderful, diverse background, and I love that you bring a lot of that, a lot of the learnings across the different countries and cultures that you've lived in to really make a huge impact in the work that you're doing and in the lives of the community and the clients that you work with. Have you, if you look back over your career, has that been something that you've done consistently, even kind of through childhood? We can often see glimpses of that can't we, growing up? Or has that been something that you've kind of developed because you've seen that there's certain areas in what's happening that you really want to stand up and have that voice? What was it for you? I think it's a combination of all that. I grew up in a very small village, so I understand poverty and I understand the inequality and unfairness or sometimes what's happening around us. So growing up, I always feel that I need to take a stand for what I want. And so when I say that it's unconventional, it's definitely unconventional. Where I am today is not what people expect me to do or to live my life growing up. So I I think it's either by choice, but it's also by design. Um, so now I'm old enough to my, make my own stand and to be able to make myself heard uh, broadly with different channels. I just want to empower the communities to be able to live the life they want to. And it's interesting, you know, when you said that, you know, often people expect for you to act and to be a certain way. However, just deep down, you realize, no, I'm not going to conform to that. It can take real bravery and courage and a boldness to step outside expectations of what may be a culture or society or the community that you're in, what would you say to someone who can resonate with what you've shared yet perhaps hasn't 
hasn't had that courage or boldness to live and lead that unconventional life. The loneliness definitely comes from that, that you are always feel that you are the only one who is going against the traffic and you're always going uphill. But um, you are not alone. I think the main message to all the people out there, there are a lot of us out there. First one is you are not alone. You know, what you do matters. And surround yourself with the like-minded communities. The communities are there. They are out there waiting for you. All you need to do is to make the one decision and to step out of your comfort zone and to really pursue what you want with 100% of what you got right now. I love that. And something that you mentioned earlier about, you know, often you may feel alone. And I think that is something that's so true, especially for change makers and people who are challenging the status quo. Sometimes you're pioneering in a, in a new way. And I'm sure if you look back, as you've consistently stepped forward and shared your message, there were people that not only supported you and that you surrounded yourself with, but I'm sure that you've heard time and time again, Jesse, you are speaking a breath of fresh air. This is exactly how I'm experiencing it. They may not have had the courage to speak up. Have you gotten feedback like that? Yeah, I think I have got all the different feedback all throughout my life. This can be done. This is one of them. And this is, wow, this is no brainer. This makes so much sense. Or that, wow, this is so good that you are doing it. This is what I've been thinking all the time. And yeah. I think we all need to welcome those kind of feedback. And obviously that the one that this is not possible is a bit harder. But I think you just need to find the inner strength and really surround yourself with the like-minded communities. When the time like that, you really need a community to come alongside you to really support you through because those times are hard. But mm. the rewards are there once you start seeing the small changes in your life and start making the small steps and you start seeing the results, the reward is definitely there. So definitely don't worry about what other people say. We are not here to compete, compare with anybody. We are not here to compete with anybody. We are here to be better for ourselves. We only need to be better today than yesterday. I love that. And uh, as you're sharing, we've got uh, Brenda here who says, love this. This is uh, a powerful subject. It absolutely is. And Ron Fenwick, thank you for your comment there. I can resonate with the people feeling outside of, of the norm. You know, I think, um, you know, as you're sharing that, it, it is so important as a reminder because so often when we are paving that path forward, standing up against what some may very much criticise, one of the things that I'd love you to share a little bit more on is Sometimes it's in the clarification of that message, of the voice, of, of what you're feeling and being able to shape that and share it in a way that you know is going to have impact, is going to make the change or start to have other people start to think, oh, I like what Jesse is saying. What were some of the learnings that you went through as you were shaping your message and starting to share that? What are some of the key learnings that you've... Emery, you, you nailed it on the head, man. Um, that is definitely the hardest part because when you talk about something new it's really hard for people to picture that and as an entrepreneur we have spent so much time visualizing the ideas in our head but sometimes it's about getting the message across that's a very important step to build a bridge so I have no throughout my years um, now I think this year I'm better than last year or you know before I turned 40 I just turned 40 last year I think you know 
before I turn 40, I feel that I just need to go in there. I just need to do it. I just need to go, 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 go. And sometimes I don't take the team with me. But now I realize that it's about the small changes. It's about breaking down the concepts one by one. It's about finding the area that, that you can resonate with others. So, for example, if the concept is about this big, let's break it down to the small steps and then really guide the people through the different process of what you are thinking. And in the meantime, you can get different feedback to really refine your ideas. So what I would like to say to other purpose entrepreneurs out there is um, don't be afraid to share your message. The uncomfortable conversations need to happen, but also with the vision and with your solutions, it definitely need to come out step by step taking the people with you step by step and letting them understand what you are all about and let them see the tangible solutions. What are the tangible things that you could do today or tomorrow or even next week that show your commitment and also show your directions? And I think just those small changes, um, they really make the big difference. Yeah, terrific. One of the things that can often be really difficult as you're starting to challenge the status quo, you're going to have your critics, you're going to have your champions, your supporters, but you're also going to have critics. And some of the things, I'm sure that you've had this too, some of the things that people say and do and that they react can often have you go, mm, you know, what, what are people going to say? What did you do and what do you remind yourself of so that you are consistently sharing that message because there's a reason why you are sharing you want to challenge that status quo so what are some insights you can share because you know you're going to get some criticism how do you keep forward you know how do you be resilient and continue to share that yeah um it has been a journey and it's actually been quite difficult so last year i was really down i had been suffering through my depression and then i I realized that it's all about really knowing who you are. I was a little bit lost last year and I started to take all this feedback and comments really hard. And then because it's my life work, I find it really difficult to take those criticism. But then I am coming back now. I decided to really value the people who are in the arena, as uh, Brene Brown was saying. We can take the criticism, we can take those feedbacks, but we also need to look at the validity of those feedback. When the people are in the arena with you, I feel they have got more power to be able to say something. If they are just sitting on the sidelines, say, well, this can be done, you know, those kind of feedback, you can just start, mm, let's just breathe through it and let's just get over it. And I think this is really tough. And this is the reason why I want to go out there and share my personal journey and also share my learning and also my experiences with other people out there. Some of the mistakes that I've made in my career don't have to be repeated. It is just because I didn't know what I didn't know. It is very easy as that. So I think by talking to the community, by talking to the people who know you, by talking to the people who are more advanced in your career or they are working alongside you or even just starting out, it has a lot of benefits for all of us involved. It's all about giving. It's all about sharing. It's all about not be afraid to go out there, but not on your own, but with the group of people that you can identify. And we have that now. The world is changing. Everybody wants more. Consumers asking for more. Business people want more. So we have got the momentum. We just need to be part of it. And then so that we can all go forward together as a, as a team. Now, I agree with all of those. 
those things and you know there's so many lessons in all of those areas that you mentioned and Olga's here yes we do not know what we do not know always surround yourself with people that will lift you up absolutely some of the lessons I think you know as we're continuing to to share our message and you mentioned earlier so people if you're only just joining us please go back and watch the entire live stream Jesse brings some incredible insights that she's learned along the way that I know will be helpful you know surrounding yourself with the right people getting clarity on your message how often many of us we wait till we think that our message is just perfect but what I understood that you did you started to share your message you got feedback it evolved from the constructive criticism that you got from people the reactions from people people who stood beside you and and championed you on I'm sure your message today is quite different from the message that you started sharing maybe a number of years ago so would you say to people start sharing the message that you have now and it will continue to evolve as the community around you starts to take notice and give you some of that feedback yes A hundred percent. I think when I first started, just as a child growing up in Taiwan in a small village, I would never imagine that I would be sitting in New Zealand running my own business for the past 13 years and then being able to travel all around the world. Oh, not all around the world. I have a lot of countries I haven't been to, but travel extensively and to be able to talk to different people, I would never imagine that. And I think it's about sharing. It's about putting your ideas out there. It's about to really test the concept. Every ideas are great. We love the ideas. But how do you know the ideas are valid? It's about to- about talking to people. It's about really understand those ideas through other people's perspective. Because it's, if it's in your head, sometimes you think you are you got it all sorted out, but actually it's not. So I really encourage people just to start sharing, start doing today. With the, a lot of sustainability in- initiative, a lot of people that we can do today to make a huge difference to our business. Not for the community only, but also for the society, also for our bottom line. So a lot of things that we could do, but we just need to make the decision and say, yes, I would like to give it a go. I would like to give it a go. I would like to talk to somebody and I would like to see how it goes. It might go nowhere, but you don't know until you start. Beautiful. And, you know, one of the things that often will happen in an area that you are challenging the status quo or you're bringing a new solution, it takes a while for people to start to take notice and that community to build, you know, the building of momentum. What have you done looking back to maintain that passion, that drive? Because sometimes it can be a long distance between, you know, you starting to share that message, refining it, and then really getting people behind you who supports you in in that to the point that it takes a life of its own what have you done in that interim to get to that stage and, and what do you continue to do because I know as challenge you know as challenges come up you know change makers we're often carving out new pathways and so forth we need to maintain that you know that path forward otherwise you know we can get distracted what have you done during those moments I really love being able just to go out so when you are working in the industry that we are working now like sustainability development goals a lot of people working on the sustainability development goals that is actually quite scary so we are talking about the food insecurity we would we are talking about the hunger we were talking about the poverty we were talking about those kind of really scary and depressing stakes. So sometimes it's really important for people like us to really bring yourself out of the picture and to be able to sit back and then relax and see what you have around you. 
a lot of people feel that I don't have what I don't have enough. I can't start because it's only me. I can't contribute and I, I can't do it today. I need to wait until I get my first 100,000, 200,000, a million, then I can start doing the charitable organization, uh, uh, some activities for other charities or um, in terms of social enterprise. You don't have to. We all have what we have today to get started. And I think it's just a mindset. Really, this year, I've learned that I need to center myself. I really need to center myself. It is like that um, people come at you and then, yes, you might tip over, but you always have the center that you can go back. And it doesn't matter which way you can knock over, you can always go back. So that center is your drive, it's your fire. Find a fire within you. What lights you up? What makes you wake up every morning and say, this is a beautiful day? What do you want to spend your time and energy working on? Find a fire. That fire is what is keeping you warm in the time of darkness. That fire is the way for people to see you. Keep that fire alight. Always make sure that you look after that fire within you. And doesn't matter which way the wind blows and you know, you are always coming back to the center because of that fire. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Now you say opportunity uh, or uh, curiosity opens the doors for opportunities and new perspectives. Share a little bit more about this. When I am talking to people, when, when I'm looking at something new, I don't have the ideas that, yeah, this is can be done or this can be done. I'm a very curious person, uh, academically, professionally, and in life in general. I just like to know what's going on. And my principle always has been, I'll say yes and technique later. I will always say yes, just like this podcast. I say yes, and Marie, I will do that, and then I will do a little panicky, you know, uh, emotions behind the scene. But I always get myself ready, and I think that's a that's a really good powerful that I have. That I am curious, and I will always say yes to the things that I don't know, and I'll give it a try. And then sometimes it's not for me, and sometimes yeah, I find it, I love it. Because I always believe if you don't try it, you will never know. So why not just give it a try? And then it, it might opens up a lot of doors. And this is what curiosity gets me to where I am today in terms of the food insecurity and hunger and mental health. Because I am curious about how we can do better for our society. How can we do better for our people around us? Not just as a societal, like a statistics-ish we are all human beings. Those emotions, those hardships are experienced at the personal level. How can we actually break it down to that level? And I'm curious about what, what's actually happening. So every day I'm asking questions and every day I'm learning something new. Yeah. And I think when we take it, that approach and, and something you said earlier, which I think is just so important, particularly for people who really feel that they are here to champion change in a specific area. When we look at the vision that we have and we look at, you know, opportunities can also be labelled as challenges. When we look at sustainability, when we look at the environment, we can get so passionate about that and when things take a little bit longer and then there are other people who are really, their, their viewpoint are completely opposite to ours, it can be disheartening, can't it? Because yeah. we just feel that there's so much importance. 
And you said something, and I just want to remind people of that and then unpack that a little bit because we need to also protect ourselves. And you said one of the things that's important is to remove yourself from that. And I think that's beautiful because, you know, we can get so caught up in that can emotionally affect us, isn't it? If things don't happen so quickly, if people aren't championing uh, and getting behind us. So what are some, some insights that you can share around protecting yourself to make sure you still have the energy, still have the passion and the resilience to get back up, even though someone may, and, and I love Brenda has gone here, fire, you know, burn, fire, burn. You know, when people do knock you down, down, what are some insights you can share so that we can get back up and, you know, to that core centre? This is really hard. I'm still learning every day. I'm still trying to find my balance. I'm still trying to keep the fire going. You know, it's the everyday thing. It's not just that, you know, quick quick thing that you can fix or you can do today. I think it takes a lot of energy and time to really find it. And I think one thing I'd like to say is um, when when you are asking the questions that, that makes people uncomfortable, but you know that you are doing the right thing for the communities, that, that it's a validation in itself that people started to say, okay, this is a bit too much. Okay, this is not what we are doing here. This is a validation itself because we need to understand that people like us trying to champion different way of uh, business model. There are always people trying to resist that movement. So when you are actually in that kind of situation where that you are pushing people resisting, it's natural. We shouldn't be thinking that that's just, wow, this is hard. But we should be thinking that, yes, we are doing this and we will all need to sit down and to have the conversation together and do it with kindness. And this is what I've learned this year that and before I was always thinking, let's do it, let's do it. Why don't you listen to me? Let's just get it down, get it going. But I think that taking one step back, do it with kindness and then be able to give people time because we are always thinking about that. What we are doing and what we are thinking is just so much clear in our head, but give people time. People that don't listen to you now doesn't mean they don't like what you are saying. They might be just confused. They might just don't know where you come from. They might just need some time to process. They might just need to talk to some other people that they can come back to you. So always think about that. Reframing those situations is really important. When you get a rejection, think about it as an opportunity down the line. In Chinese, I'm from Taiwan. So when you talk about that every opportunity is also a danger, a crisis, and this is what we are seeing, that every opportunity is either a dead end or opportunity. And that's exactly what we said in Chinese. That it's, it's like every door, when you open it, you don't know where it's going to go. But if you don't open the door, you don't know. If you don't start this conversation, you don't know where you're going to end up. So just be out there, be really true to yourself. If you are centered in yourself, you know that you are not doing that for your own personal gain. For example, I'm not going to go out there and ripping people off and make myself a billionaire. If we don't have that kind of concept, we are really true to our purpose. Everything we do, you will get a support. You will get a support. You just need to stay in there, stay in yeah. there. 
You'll attract the uh, like-minded people and, and like-minded supporters. And Brenda says protecting yourself, that is leadership. Absolutely. If they're, you're yeah. not, um, and, and you also, you know, if you're not protecting yourself, you're not going to have the energy um, and, uh, you know, know, the bandwidth to be able to continue to lead and empower and influence because, you know, a leader influences others. They multiply, they, they, they ignite the fire in others, if you will, to champion, you know, to take hold of that flame and continue running in whatever sphere that they're in. Something that I'd love to ask you about a little bit more about kind of the vision that you have, because obviously we said you're the founding director of Tamaya and um, your consultancy, Tay, are here. So what is, tell us a little bit about the vision that you want. I'd love for you to share that story because there may be people listening and watching and even the recording that may just love to step forward and support you and maybe find out more. You may be the solution to some of the challenges that they're struggling with. So Jesse, share a little bit more about your work. Yeah, so at Tamaya, we support the purpose-driven SMEs with micro-long capacity buildings and access to market. So as an entrepreneur, I always feel that, you know, we are always dealing with the financial problems. You know, we don't have enough money to start up or to go any further. We always deal with the knowledge problem that we don't know what we don't know. So every step of the way, we always feel that there's something that we need to do more or something that we have been doing too much. And that's actually not needed. And um, the, about access to market, you know, we are only one person or a small organization. We don't really have that bandwidth to go out there and then pumping money into promote ourselves. So Tamaya is doing just for that, you know, as a co-pilot, I like to see myself a co-pilot to any organizations that work with me. I'll be really put myself in your shoes and really understand what you need. What you need might be uh, operational uh, tidy up, you know, operation is a bit of mess and they just tidy it up. It could be you don't understand where you want to go with your passion and how do you integrate it with your business and they just look into it. And it could be just that I really don't know how to do marketing. How can I actually get my voice out there? Then let's work on that. So at Tamaya, we don't really do, uh, you come in, we will give you a lesson plan. This is what you need to do because everybody is so different and everybody comes with a whole lot of different experiences and knowledge already. All I'm doing is actually trying to figure out what, what do you need? What have you been doing? What are the things that you are doing well? Let's keep it and let's make it better. And what are the things that you haven't done or you are not doing that or you haven't thought about that? Let's think about this. So it's a very fluid and then it's very customized and I'm, it is very much of a one-on-one -on -one relationship that I'm trying to build with my, my clients. I feel that I don't really want 100 clients. I just want that a group of us that we can actually work on the same models and the same process going forward. So I, I just like to be able to build a community of support, mm -hmm. the really the community of support that you can find everything in here by sharing and then interacting with each other. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, you were talking about challenges before and Ron Fenwick, thank you, Ron, for sharing this. He said he studied at Stanford University, came back to Australia with a Bachelor of Medical Science, was not accepted. So I became a holistic sciences and now integrating modalities. Absolutely. I mean, how brilliant of an example that you said, uh, Jesse. And, yeah. you know, what's interesting about what you just said, and again, thank you, Ron, for sharing. You know, there may be someone who is sitting there thinking today and after to hear 
hearing you share, Jesse. Yes, I've had some challenges. I've opened doors and they've either been slammed shut in my face, I've stepped through and the outcome that I uh, achieved was not what I wanted. You know, it wasn't success. However, that challenge, just like Ron shared, actually is going to catapult you in a whole different direction. And so you went through that challenge on purpose for a reason. So having conversations with you, Jesse, I'm sure you're able to look at, well, what are the certain challenges that you've overcome and and being able to tie that thread together often in in a real unique way that showcases that person you're speaking to, you do realise that you now have a voice to speak up against that. You now have qualifications, expertise, you know, experience that gives you a richness and a wealth of understanding and knowledge and compassion, whatever that is for you, to now speak up. And so often we see those challenges as actually being, you know, where we're at a crossroads. Now you need to go here. And I think speaking to someone such as yourself who's been through that, you're able to see the golden nuggets in, you know, where we may not be able to do that. Is that what you found when you're speaking to people? Yeah, I I just want to really share and then really be there for our entrepreneurs because I know how lonely that could become. I know that my depression, I was because I didn't really have anybody that really can identify with me that I'm the odd one out. So in one of the conversations I like to have is um, we need to nurture those odd ones, you know, the ones that are brave enough in any organizations that actually want to say something. Those are the goal that we need to really keep in our organizations because they care enough They think about, they thought about the situation, they care enough, and then they are brave enough to speak up. So those people are actually the ones that we need to nurture. But in today's world, especially in other business, uh, sometimes with the resource constraint or sometimes with the cultural issues, those people will be saying, well, you just don't fit our organizational culture and you are out. And that's really dangerous for innovation because when you don't encourage people to speak up, it's really hard to get the innovation happening when you are working a conformity kind of way and group thing kind of culture embrace the agitators because they may just be agitating is you know your organization even if it's a small organization in a direction where you become the champion of uh, of change in your industry Yes. And um, I think I started to realize that um, I was operating on the scarcity mindset. I have lost a lot. I haven't been able to finish this. I haven't been able to get that project. I haven't been able to sign the deals. We operate from the scarcity mindset. But if we reframe this, say, yeah, I haven't been able to sign this deal. But what I have learned is those points I need to work on. I didn't really get to work with this organization. Two years down the line or two months down the line, there will be another organization that they will be much more aligned with you than what you imagine. So really just reframing those kind of tough setbacks. And that's really important. I'm, I'm still working on it every day. When somebody said that this is not a goal, I said, okay, this is not a goal. Oh, come down. This is not a goal now, but it's going to be a goal later on. So it's really ongoing and it's about really talking to the people that understand you and really flesh your ideas in a safe environment because sometimes you know we all worry that oh will I be judged if I said this and is it okay I said that but those kind of uncomfortable conversations is very much borderline because it doesn't have to be confrontational but it's not the messages that everybody can accept at the face value so you just need to be able to say okay 
this is the message that I'm trying to convey. I'm saying this out of kindness because I care enough, but this conversation might not be comfortable because this is going to be against what you know right now. So it's about really building that kind of patience and consistency just to keep going. Yeah, so, so true. And uh, we'll share Eloise's uh, comment here. She said, yes, it can be hard to see your way out of a challenge when you are still deep in it and an outsider can be the guide you need. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for uh, sharing that. So, Jessie, we are at the end of the show and I know that we have just scratched the surface, but I know that people who have listened, who have watched, and certainly the people who will listen and watch the recording can certainly benefit. And it is an ongoing journey, as you've said, but each time you know, the more challenges that you face as you learn from them, uh, you can take the learnings far quicker and move forward and then be opening the door and then the next door and then the next door. So how can people connect with you? What is the best way for them to do that? Uh, on LinkedIn. So if you can click with me on LinkedIn and Tamaya has LinkedIn page. I tend to share a lot of free resources and ask a lot of uncomfortable questions there. And I also provide some feedback and provide some sort of the insights or share some of what our communities are doing. So Tamaya is always about promoting others before ourselves. So um, that's the place that you can find us. So I think LinkedIn is a great platform. So um, I will be on LinkedIn. Just contact with me on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, look, thank you so much for sharing your insights and um, stepping forward and, and sharing what you've learned so that other champions have changed. And yes, we do sometimes feel alone, but, you know, stay with it because as you continue to build momentum, others will catch the fire and, and the passion of where you are um, really championing that change. And before long, surround yourself with those people who will lift you up. And before long, you will really start to see the fruits of, yeah, of the message of the voice and and of the work that you're doing and thank you for the work that you continue to do in that area too jesse thank you emory i have to say one thing that this is the very first live podcast that in this format i ever done and thank you so much for making me so comfortable and it's just like talking to an old friend i don't feel nervous at all so thank you so much And you're welcome. And that's exactly what it is. And we've had some incredible people that uh, have joined along the way. One more uh, comment there. Brenda says persist. Absolutely. And thank you to all of the incredible people that have followed along uh, live on this podcast episode as well. We appreciate you. All right. Bye for now. Thanks again, Jesse. Thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com slash podcast series.